And truly the defender is you, parent. You are the one who fiercely loves them the most. Hi friends, and welcome. I'm your host, Amy Liz Smith. I'm a homeschool mom of three and have homeschooled each from the start. While I have a master's in elementary ed, I want to teach other mamas that you don't need a fancy degree to have the passion and knowledge to successfully educate your children from home. I hope to bring you encouragement to jump in and start your homeschool journey and provide my absolute best recommendations to help you begin your homeschool journey. Thanks for joining us along for this crazy, messy, grace-filled homeschool ride. Hi friends and welcome back. We're going to continue our discussion of the top 10 reasons why you can homeschool. Let's talk today about the safety of our children. We absolutely want our children to be physically safe and children deserve to grow up in a fearless environment. It is our job to keep them safe. So they are cautious of strangers. So they look both ways when they cross the street but they don't need to know about every danger that lurks around the corner. As adults, it's our burden to bear. We know about horrific things like child trafficking or the horrors of school violence or severe bullying, but our children don't need to know about these things yet because we don't want their little minds to be filled with worry. School violence, unfortunately, is a factor in our world today. Every school is now required to have a school crisis plan, and most have children performing live crisis drills or active shooter drills many times a year. This can produce great fear in our little ones. And I know for me that I want to protect them from those very, very sad realities. Severe bullying is also a huge problem in schools today. According to the CDC, about one in five high school students will experience bullying on school property, and one in six high school students will be electronically bullied. Bullying victims are at least three times more likely than others to feel, and I would say be unsafe at school. These statistics are so, so devastating. And even with schools' strong anti-bullying measures, Bullying is still rampant in our schools. Isaiah 117 says, learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed. And these poor children who are experiencing these terrible times with bullying, my prayer for them is that they will have a defender. And truly the defender is you, parent. You are the one who fiercely loves them the most. So I would implore you that if your child is experiencing anything like the offense of bullying, that you would pull them out of school. And I know that that's a strong statement, but I don't believe that things could get better because it is such a prevalent thing in our society. You can't control the actions of another student or another parent, but you can control your response. Psalm 12:5 says, because the poor are plundered and the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who malign them. So know that, know that God is with you and he is here with you in this moment. If this is a moment where you have to take that child out of school and begin homeschooling, you can do that. And I talk about that 
in the first episode of this series of Reasons You Can Homeschool. We believe that. We believe in you, that it's possible. You don't have to have a plan yet. You can take them out. You can read good books, spend time in nature together before you form a formal plan, which we can help you with those things as well when it comes to curriculum choices. But just do it. Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love and power and a sound mind. This is a verse that has been so important to me when I have had experiences in my own life with family members that I am fearful, but God didn't put a spirit of fear in me. He gave me one of power and love and of a sound mind, and he wants us to keep our eyes on him, cast all our anxiety on him because he cares for you. First Peter 5, 7. There's another thing that I want to touch on about the safety of our children. Unfortunately, in several states, schools are allowed to keep medical or psychological health, mental health information from parents. These decisions, such as gender health decisions and well-being decisions, are being called into question. Schools are now legally allowed to keep information from parents. This is happening in states like Michigan, Minnesota, California, and I'm sure others. And they're even allowed to withhold information such as a child changing their gender identity or a child being administered those chemically altering or sterilizing hormones. They're allowed to do those things without parent knowledge. So it's important to know the laws of your state and be open and honest with your child. And again, my my plea would be to take them out of the government schools that are trying to influence them with these unbiblical principles. We are called to keep our children safe. Psalm 82, the psalmist wrote, defend the weak and the fatherless, uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed, rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hand of the wicked. And Jesus said in Matthew 19, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Our children deserve to be morally safe in our corrupt society. And they're being pulled every which way from our societal norms and in the government schools. There are many things taught today that I can't align with. And there are many things that we can be proud of as Christians and say in a loving way that we believe in biblical marriage and we believe that God made us as individuals and our individuality matters. There are many different cultural phenomenons entering and infiltrating the schools today. And we can protect them from those things. The schools are making a step forward. And this is not new in the educational system. But they're taking these steps forward to define groups of people, whether it's via race lines, gender lines, socioeconomic lines, parent versus child. But they're seeking to create equity, equal outcomes rather than equal opportunities and For many children, I would argue most, or if not all children, this is going to be to their detriment. But Revelation 7, 9 through 10 can be our battle cry. It can be our reminder that we were not made for this world. After this, I looked and behold, a great multitude that no one could number 
from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. So all of us will be glorifying God together if you are in Him. Our society says those things aren't possible without huge government programs or one group incessantly, never-endingly apologizing to another group through silence or through monetary means. But these things are simply not true. And we have to command that. We have to say it out loud for our children to be protected from these mentalities so children can live proudly in Christ And they can live and love and grow and listen and be taught as the children that they are. Let the little children come to me, said our Lord and Savior. He wants our children to live freely, to be physically safe, but also to be morally safe from these traps that unfortunately the government school system is teaching them. And you can go to episode three to hear more about the history of the public schools, but they are not for us. They are not culturally or spiritually or religiously or morally what we espouse and what we want our children to learn. So if your children are there, I do want to encourage you to be brave and to see where do I want my child here at the end when all nations, tribes, and tongues are glorifying God before his throne. I want my children to be influenced by the word of God and by me as the parent rather than the schools and what their desire and their influence. So thanks for having that conversation with me today. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Please make sure to head on over to the show notes of this episode so you can grab your Simple Start to Homeschool guide This guide is full of free and easily accessible resources to make your choices in homeschool as simple as possible. I've taken my many years of knowledge and experience and I've put them into this guide. So head on over to the show notes, click on the link, and you can have it sent right to your email right now. Grab that for free for a limited time and let me know what you think. If you've enjoyed our show, please give us a five-star rating and review the show. As you know, we are just starting out, so we want to impact more families about the importance of homeschool because our goal is to make home education more accessible to more families, and your five-star rating and review will help us make that happen. Thank you so much, friends, and we'll see you at the next episode.